It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer. Welcome, everybody, back to the Believe in NXT podcast. Like always, it is I, your host, Jacob and Lawrence, coming to you live and direct from the comfort of my office chair because I'm being smart and staying at home because we're still in the middle of a pandemic. That's right. I know you guys haven't heard that intro from us for a while, and I was telling you this, but um, stay home. We're, we're still quarantined here. Like, we're still in a pandemic. And you know who's staying home and being smart, even though he really has no choice because his governor shut everything down again? Said, how you doing today? <laughs> Oh man, <clears throat> good intro. Um, doing solid, man. And yeah, we back in the same spot, man. If you you listen to that couple dozen episodes where I was in the same spot, we're here again, and rightfully so, because people don't know how to follow the rules. It's that simple. I mean, and these are rules that children can follow. But what what do you do when your child does something bad? I mean, in the proper household, you deliver some swift punishment, but you take something away from them. So all you people that couldn't just wear a mask dining out when you're getting your little cocktails and your outdoor seating food, you couldn't wear a mask when you go to the beach. You know what? Little by little, it's going to all get taken away from you, man. Because you, I mean, it sucks that the governor gets so much flack for simply doing his job and trying to protect people. But here we are. I mean, literally. It, were you in that big of a rush to go back to Applebee's, people? Right. It's not that deep. But them two-for-one margaritas could wait. But no. You know, we got to get back and, you know, get the economy started again and everything. But nonetheless, enough of that. Stay home. Be smart. If you got to go out, wear your mask. And wear your mask properly and actually cover your nose because you look like an idiot only covering your mouth. Or if you're only covering like your chin, you just look like a special idiot, like a stupid idiot, to quote Chris Jericho. That's it. Just just wear your mask properly. It's not that difficult, man. Think about the greater good. We could have had a summer back by now, but no. Nonetheless, we are still here watching wrestling with no crowds. And it's Wednesday morning, afternoon evening before NXT, after NXT, but whatever. It means one thing. It's your Wednesday preview, and in shocking fashion, WWE.com is back to their usual antics of not having a preview up. I guess they're like, hey, we'll do it for the bash, make it feel big, and then you know what? We're going right back to regular. Nonetheless, we have one, two, two confirmed matches, if I'm not mistaken, and a whole lot of potential because we're coming off of a pretty important week last week. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah. I would. That means pretty accurate. Yeah. So we have the women's title on the line, Eo Shirai against Tegan Knotts. We have Cameron Grimes and Damian Priest going at it again. And we have the fallout from Keith Lee's monumental win over Adam Cole. And what's next for Keith Lee, which includes a certain person that said is still mad at, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Right. So uh, where do you want to start I, with this? I know we're going to bring it up this early. But um, yeah, he's a coward. Wow. All right. 
we shooting early. We like five, 10 minutes in it and he's shooting. All right. It's going to be a good pod today. Where you want to start with this? You want, you want to go ahead and get the easy thing out the way first? I'm afraid to, to ask what you think the easy thing is. Grimes and um, Priest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sick trash out. Um, Jesus. So um, we have this grudge match here, which is bef- kind of fitting because uh, on Monday Night Raw's past week, it was a series of grudge matches that we've seen multiple times before. So um, Damian Priest called out Cameron Grimes to meet him in the ring. No, no shrills, no gimmicks, none of that type of stuff. Let's just get in here. He's going to handle business. So <laughs> intelligent logic would have this be a pseudo squash match because Cameron Grimes has embarrassed Damian Priest multiple times now. But I know what these WWE writers are thinking. I know they listen to this podcast. I know they placate to Jacob's every will. So we're probably going to get a nice little barn burner of a match. And it'll probably go somewhere between at least 15 minutes. And it's gonna, I'm going to cringe through every second of it. Because <laughs> you're going to build Cameron Grimes' profile up to make him seem like a legitimate threat. Albeit, he's still going to lose to Damian Priest. So I'm picking Damian Priest. Um, to finish things, I want it to be a squash. I, I want it to be literally two minutes, but I'm wise enough to know that it won't be. <laughs> uh, you feeling some type of way right now? I just have to get that off my chest. Uh, These WWE writers keep, keep, keep playing with me, man. I, I got to buy this ugly ass t-shirt. <laughs> like this man really came out here. It was just like, you know, they just cater and listen to everything that I say, like, wow, like, wasting no time, huh? All right, so I disagree. And I'm actually kind of agreeing with you here. I was kind of going to be on your side here until you just attacked my good name and character. I attacked your good name. Oh, wow. By just saying that, you know, I just got everybody in pocket over here at the PC and in creative. Jacob the Fed's out here. He already wow. Giving, giving tips, man. <laughs> wow. wow. Jacob is the person that's the giving the anonymous tips at the NBA bubble. Wow. Wow. All right. All right. That's cool. That's cool. It'd be all damn people. Wow. All right. This man's just going to call me the Feds and say, I'm out here dropping down. Wow. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to ignore that because, you know what? I got something for that. Uh, that's cool. But anyways, I'm actually kind of with you. I feel like Damian Priest needs to get Cameron Grimes out of here in five minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how. I don't care why. Like, get the man out of here in five minutes or less. Like, let's make this quick, fast, and there's no need for this. No need to drag this one out. However, you're right. This probably will last way too long. I feel like they're probably going to kick the show off with it. And that's yeah, just going to even bother me more. So, yeah. But Priest, Priest needs to win because if I'm not mistaken, it is 2-0 Cameron Grimes. Because they're going at it twice, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's 2-0. It's two Either way, Grimes has to one up on him. Priest needs this. He really needs a beatdown. 
But if you can't beat them down, you at least got to pick up a semi-convincing win. Priest gets a little fed up with Grimes, catches him, starts to dominate him, hits him with the finisher, and we go home. Because if Grimes wins, then he really is, they're going to slide him into the North American title picture. I know you don't want to hear it, but I'm just letting you know. Dude, if, if Cameron Grimes wins this match, I... I, I mm. uh, before you finish that I'm gonna, statement... I'm going to question everything. Think <laughs> long, so much. Think long and hard about what's about to come out your mouth. Just in case you were going to make a bet or something. No, just think, no, I'm doing oh, the I'm, best. I'm, I'm just doing checking. the best for a while. For, for a while. I, I, I've learned my lesson. <laughs> I'm done with the bets just because it's, I, I'm in a lose-lose position with some of this stuff. Man. Not, not at all. You're not in a lose-lose. Lose-lose. Like, I'm... <sighs> Fix the fix has been in for Cameron Grimes for for a while now. I, it's it's done. But if he wins this match, then yeah, yeah, uh, he'll likely get to challenge Keith Lee for the North American title. Yeah, because I mean, at this point, it would have been one, two. I think he'd be on a nice little solid run. He beat Finn. He lost to Finn, but he also has a win over Finn. He's beaten Priest convincingly. He's done his kind of job as being that middling, dastardly heel who's not quite chicken shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, because somebody's got to challenge Keith Lee for that belt. Do they, though? Or will it just be kind of a forgotten title in the midst of everything? No, no, I don't think it'll be a forgotten title. Uh, do you watch New Japan? Any? No, I, I haven't kept up with it. All right, so Naito is their former champ. He held both the IC title, their version of the Intercontinental title, and their version of the Heavyweight title. I'm really hoping that NXT does not do this with um, Keith Lee, where Naito has defended, defended their belt two times, maybe three times, and both times were a double title match. Like, we don't need that. Give me completely separate, distinct feuds for this man. Make him pull double duty like they used to pull double duty back in the day. Because why? Because why? what happens if, let's just say, we'll talk about this more in detail in a little bit, but let's just say we get Cross, Keith Lee, take over SummerSlam weekend, and you make it for both titles. If Keith Lee loses, then he was nothing but a transitional champ. And if Cross or if Keith Lee wins, then you just got Cross out of here. But either way, it's like, okay, cool. Now what? Let's say Cross wins. Now Cross has both belts. What are we going to do here? Like, you got to have separate challengers. You can't just shoehorn everybody into that title picture. Because we went through this, what, two weeks ago? There's only like six people, maybe five that are legit title, like NXT heavyweight title contenders. So no need to burn through all your title contenders because let's just say for the sake of this, because there's something a little bit built in, but let's just say cross beats Keith Lee for both belts. And then Bronson Reed wants to challenge cross and they put both belts on the line. Why? Why is Bronson Reed getting a NXT title shot?
Like you just gotta, you gotta make them separate. So why not let Cameron Grimes slide up and take that spot with Keith Lee? Because it's two things. One, it's a legit challenger. Two, Grimes isn't quite enough of a threat to really seem like, oh, if Keith Lee drops the titles because he got dragged into a fight with Cameron Grimes, you know? I can see that. I can see that. The last time Grimes did challenge Lee, however, it it was not a competitive fair, competitive uh, match whatsoever. So, um, I don't know, it begins to to beg the question, like, who would deserve to take that title off of Keith Lee that can at least add some credibility and prestige to it? Um... And then it's, I mean, you really don't have to look far. I mean, Johnny Gargano is there. Um, and then, uh, of course, this is one of the only titles that Finn Balor hasn't held, which he's already said. So, yeah, give me one of those. It's like Balor, Lee, I'm, I'm sorry, Balor, Gargano, Grimes. If you stuck Damian Priest in there, I wouldn't be mad. I feel like you need to... I don't know if we rehabilitate the story, but you need to put a little more behind um, the beast from Belfast before you can really slot him in there. Thatcher? Yeah, he's just maybe around. Like, I, I, I can buy that. I can actually buy Thatcher beating Keith Lee. Boy, that would be bloody, violent, and physical. Somehow still highly athletic as all hell, too. And I would enjoy it. I, I, I struggle to feel like um, the way Keith Lee is going to drop one of these titles is going to be because of some type of distraction uh, temporarily got his, got his attention and it's going to cost him the North American title. I feel like that's the only way to do it right now. That feels cheap, right? Not cheap per se. It's like you, you, you booked yourself into a corner with somebody like Keith Lee who we haven't really seen lose clean in a long time. So him losing clean to somebody would almost be kind of a demotion. Um, when's the last time he lost clean? I can't think of it. I really Roddy? can't think of it. <sighs> yeah, may- maybe Roddy. Let's, let me do a quick Google here. You know what? While I sit here and Google this, we're going to put a brief little pause on this um, conversation about North American title. We're going to introduce something a little new here from the podcast. Okay. Like a few weeks ago, we went through WWE shop and we started um, just looking through, picking off random things. So while I do this, let's just acknowledge the fact that right now, WWE shop has fifty up to 50% off title belts. Um... I've been eyeing that United Kingdom title. It was 430. It's down to 230. It's not bad. No, it's not. I can do that. I can do 230. The old, or well, I guess current United States title, the one that Apollo Crews has, is down to 160 from 320. Wow. 
So half off. It's a big difference. Yeah, I would definitely hop on that if anybody was looking for that. And they got a bunch of kids belts on sale. The purple strap cruiserweight title is down to 230. The NXT women's title is down to 230. The raw tag titles are down to $200. If that belt wasn't so ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Let's see here. All right. Keith Lee took a loss on June 10th in the tag match. He took another L on May 27th in the tag match. Singles losses, though. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, Deal Madden tagged with uh, Keith Lee for a couple of house shows. Oh, okay. Yep. In the first part of March. Let's see here. His last, well, that wasn't televised. Finn beat Keith Lee via DQ in a title match. For a house show, house show, house show, house show, still winning, still winning, still winning, still winning, still winning, still winning, still winning. I am in here. We nope, that that damn, that was a house show. Here we go, December 11th. Well, that was a triple threat. Finn Balor beat Keith Lee and Champa. Prior to that, Keith Lee's last straight up one on one loss was Roddy, October. I'm sorry, that was a house show. Good God. This goes back to September of last year. Let's see if I can find some more results. Here we go. Still looking. House show, house show. This man hadn't lost in a while. Like this is taking me way too long. I can I can see that. <laughs> Here we go. August fifteenth, Dominic Dakikovich beat him for NXT. Beat him at a TV taping. That was Keith Lee's last single loss, almost wow. a year ago. That's crazy. Lost last televised loss. He had a couple house show L's, but those don't count. It just shows you what the company feels they have, and Keith Lee. Yeah, prior to that, he didn't lose until after that. The loss, next loss, is June thirteenth for NXT TV taping to Damian Priest. Other than that, um, he ain't take too many L's around here. Yeah, he has lost. Two, two times. This man has lost twice in singles matches on NXT TV since 2019. Jeez. Twice. I'll throw the triple threat in there. We'll call it three times. In almost a year and a, in a year and a half. In a year and a half. This man has lost three times on television that weren't tag team matches. I don't even know what to say other than the fact that, yeah, you're right. They clearly had a plan for this man. Strap the rocket to his back. Yep. 
So, I mean, having him lose clean would have to be somebody that is in a larger spot than Keith Lee is right now, which almost doesn't exist um, unless you're looking at the Raw and SmackDown brand. So Finn Balor would be the closest person I can think of because it would help elevate his case as saying that's the only title he hasn't held. All right, so the question becomes, how do you get Finn into the picture to get the title off of him? I just think it has to be a straight-up challenge, you know, saying I I never forgot. Like, I told you I was coming for that title. But it's like... Congrats and all on the success and all that, but we still haven't finished business. Like, I want a one-on-one match. I hear you, but it's like he had a shot already. Like well, if I'm Keith Lee, I'm playing. triple threat. It's a triple threat match. He also ate that pin. Mm. It's still a triple threat. Yeah, it's like he took the BBC, though, and, you know, one, two, three. So, all right. We'll, we'll go Finn. We'll say it's Finn. That's fine. I, I can do with Finn Keith Lee feud. But if it's not Finn, it's got to be Cameron Grimes. Like, it just has to be Yo, at this point. Yo, chill. <laughs> chill. <laughs> Don't try to force feed me that, man. Chill. I, I'm not I'm not that big of a fan of Cameron Grimes, the character. Trevor Lee from Impact, I enjoyed his work. Cameron Grimes, nah, this ain't doing it for me. The overly confident hillbilly from North Carolina, nah, it ain't doing it for me. Man. We'll see, man. We'll see. Needless to say, um, we, we got more Keith Lee to talk in a second, but let's talk about our women's champion, um, Io Shirai. And will this be this will be her first title defense? Um, taking on Tegan Knox, who is looking to shed the label of comeback kid in this match. Um, I, I expect a strong showing from Tegan Knox. I don't expect her to upset. Yo Shirai at all. I, I expect this to be one of the I, uh, yeah, I expect this to headline NXT tonight to be the main event. So we'll see Yo Shirai looking um strong and then the show in defending her title. Um I see this this is why this is hard for me because this is gonna be one of those one-off matches. Like of course Jacob hit it right on the head that Tegan Knox can go in here, put on a good show, lose. Everybody goes home. Nobody gets hurt in the process, but it doesn't start a feud. So I'm wondering, how do we get a feud out of this match? Does somebody appear? Does somebody um, try to cause distraction? I feel like this would be a good place to see Candice LeRae uh, come up, come out and just watch the match from afar because obviously she wants to vie for the title and then she still has some unfinished business with Tegan Knox that they're keep playing up, but obviously I, I got Io Shirai um, retaining the title in a strongly contested match, which will elevate Tia Knox into the thick of the women's division.
That is gross that that's a thing. Isn't yeah, that's so gross. It's gross that that's a thing. Sasha and Bailey are easily the the best thing going in the entire company right now. I'm taking it in stride. Do tell. See, hold up. So you think we're going to risk EO actually taking a, even if it's a fake one, taking a three count? Yo, sir. I'm just taking, taking the three count? You mean going with the the temporary hand raise just for another ref to come down to the ring and say, no, you got it wrong, sir. She had a foot. That. Okay. I see where you're going with this. But this is also assuming that... uh, So it's just playing up the competitive nature of Tegan. But are you willing to turn Tegan heel? Or why would it have to be them? Why wouldn't she just like take the leadership of uh, Candace? No, of Candace.
Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, for like that, uh, that angle could happen a lot. That that way, it takes them away from having to compete against each other all the time. A ton of. Got to give some other guys chances to work with each other. Yeah. Yeah, it could be, you know. A stable. I can see that working. It had to grow on me, but I can see it working. So there, so but you're saying that there's no way. Just so I'm clear, um, Tegan's not winning this match. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh man, bro, I don't. I don't want to buy the brown one either, but you're insisting. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know why that's a color option. Like who, who in their right mind is like, Hey, yeah, it's going to look nice at the, at the NXT live show. Like who, who does that? actually miss those um all the time they actually come to riverside a lot cancel race from the riverside uh 
NBA Yim is from Fontana. So I hear that they're always really good shows and Riverside's literally like 15 minutes from me. So if we ever do get live events sometime this year, I'll make a point to actually go to one of those just to see um see how they how they work off off the TV screen. Right. Kind of in a respect way between two of the comp- the two competitors. So I see that being a thing. Um, before we get back to uh, our biggest star, NXT, right now, you want to talk about something that we talked about before we went to air. And that's the tag team division. We got to figure out what we're doing with Imperium, because right now they have become quiet champions. No fault of their own. It seems like they don't have any competition before them. Um, I completely expect Indu Share to get the back of the line uh, for forgotten sons treatment for the foreseeable future because uh, one guy messed it up for everybody by spoiling the ending. And if you don't know what I mean by that treatment, Malcolm Bivens was a ninja on Monday Night Raw. He was one of the ninjas. He was the ninja that took the, uh, the, what do you call it? The, uh, the gut wrench slam by Mia Yim. I mean, by, not Mia Yim, by uh, Shayna Baszler. And he's all, he's all but confirmed it on Twitter as well. I know Jeff reached out to him. Uh, I think Kaz, Kaz reached out to him and was like, hey, I recognize those eyes. And he, um, it, he's already confirmed that, yeah, that was him underneath one of the Tzawa ninja uh garb so yeah man i don't i don't expect to see indu share here for a while um rizango is in entrenched in helping out drake maverick so that leaves us with one team and that's only lorkin and danny birch so i mean you can easily do one of those hard-hitting matches in the next couple weeks just because it's been a long time since that duo has gotten a title shot but you got to cook something. You got to let something build. And they haven't done that. Sure. I don't, 
don't think we'll ever have an undisputed era moment where that faction has all the gold, but having viable challengers is what this is all about. And I remember, remember that nice 24 hours where we actually had a tag team division. I think we named like seven tag teams and then it just went, went kapoof, like with one NXT episode. <laughs> so here we are again. And man, dare I say, I know it won't happen because everything that comes out of my mouth, the, the writers don't use at WWE. So it, it would be completely nice if they had a team from the main roster come back down because Sasha Banks and Bailey being on all three shows is money. It's working. And I'm just going to advocate it because these are my guys. Put the New Day on all three shows. Just do it. But be entertaining. I don't know why you do it. I don't know how, but just do it. Maybe not now. Wait, wait till wait till Woods comes back. But that would be hilarious if they did that. I have no idea. Okay, so. Okay, I'm talking way through it. So, like, here, here, here's the thing. The New Day have now been uh, the longest-reigning tag team champions. They've also been the longest faction to stay together and not break up. No, they, they, they have the record. They have the record. So, they're long. I, I just know they announced the record, like, a few weeks ago. So... They're the longest faction to stay together. So they have all these accolades. And maybe they're just looking for newer challenges. And if they've, they've held the Raw tag team titles, they've held uh, the SmackDown tag team titles. They've even held the previous tag titles before we had uh, the tag team titles in the brand split. So it's like, what else could they do? They can go down and say, hey, we want to hold these NXT tag titles. Boom. There you go. Let's complete the Holy Trinity and become NXT Tag Team Champions. Something they haven't done yet. And that's how you can add more, put a little flex on the division, have like a, an, another dominant tag team come down and I'm guaranteed to get great matches out of it. No, I, I'm assuming like I, I, I'll retract and say, like, wait till Woods gets healthy whenever that is later this year. Maybe we have fans in attendance at some small capacity at that time. And then maybe things are in a more set part of normalcy where some of these guys stuck overseas are actually in full sell again. So if you do it at that time, can you imagine the pop you would get? If you're watching Wednesday night and you hear the New Day entrance, you hear Big E over the speakers. That'd be huge. It would be so unexpected. Something's got to give. All, all the makeshift tag teams that they're throwing together and um, the temporary fixes because they 
somehow let Vince bring up all the tag teams to Raw and SmackDown just to not use them, that has to stop. Garza and Andrade, I'm, they, I'm with that. I'm with that all day. But don't just just not to cut you off, but like, um, and I had to get a charger for my computer. Um, Garza should still be an NXT challenging Keith Lee right now. But go ahead, continue. Of course, they, they always listen to you, Jacob. They don't listen to nothing I got to say. I'm just, I'm just here. Like, I, ain't, I ain't got nothing to offer. Which may not be a thing for much longer. Wow, wait, he, he's still with the company. I did, I have not even heard that name in so long. Wow. Here we go, oh my God, oh my God. Is it a singles idea? Is it is it believe? I, I just want you to lightly tell me. You don't even gotta give me everything. I just I kind of need to know. Why? Yeah, Jay is the one that's still 
there who we last saw. Um, I don't even want to say it. The karaoke thing. You don't think that's beneath them, though? I mean, I, I think it'd be lit. I, I, don't, I don't have any problem with it. But you don't think that that's uh, beneath them to put them in an NXT capacity? So I might be biased, as you know. Um, so I'm going to preface this by, by calling out my biases. Um, as Jacob knows, I literally have every piece of New Day merchandise in my home. Um, the New Day are going to be widely considered the greatest tag team of all time when this is all said and done. And I will argue that they are more entertaining than the Usos. So if you put them into the thick of the NXT tag title picture, you're automatically giving yourself more content, whereas right now there is none. Sir. 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 Are, are we insinuating that the New Day can't go in the ring? Oh yeah, it's still. I mean, it still kind of is a tweener hill run when you think about it. You remember the hill run, though. The new day. Very little, but I'm, I'm talking about when they were when they won the tag titles and were just really obnoxious. That was gold. All that stuff was entertaining as as I've ever seen. And <laughs> that's funny. Every machinery is almost uh, no more. I ain't seen him either. I'm, no, you're right, spot on. I have not seen Otis. I think I think what we saw happen was everybody was saying like, "Hey, why do we have like four Otis segments on here and nothing else?" And they're like, "All right, we got to pull back on some of these." Right, right, right. They got to do something. They got to do something with that.
and not or not. I've actually also um, heard about Walter is that they want Walter um, on the main roster and he's, he's adamant about not doing it. So yeah, that's, that's a whole nother thing with that brand. probably you know okay so you know how let, let's let's move into the world champion of nxc you know how i was so here for the and i still am i, I think that the money play and even more so now since there's kind of a stain on the nxc uk name you got to do Finn Balor versus Walter at some point. That just has to happen. But you know what they could do now, um, and they don't even need to have the fans for this, is like they can kind of build towards a Keith Lee versus Walter program. Champion versus champion. Reluctantly. <laughs> Reluctantly working sales. So are we saying that these guys won't work well together or that it's, it just might not happen because of the circumstances that we're currently in? I don't know, man. I just the what from judging off the the criteria we looked at earlier, like Keith Lee ain't taking no L's for the foreseeable future. I mean, we just we just saw it. Last singles competition L was in September. So if you do the math, we're almost a year, um, like eight or nine months, give or take. So how many more months we have left in this year? Um, five, five months left. So, yeah, so it's not that far-fetched to say, like, hey, because, I mean, I, I, I think what most fans would say 
Well, let's not say not not the people who are being irrational that don't like putting we'll put on a mask or staying in the house. But rational fans would say, hey, as long as we can have fans by the Royal Rumble, I'm good. Because you have to have fans for the Royal Rumble. So you, so you, so let's say we're able to have fans safely by the Royal Rumble. You telling me that takeover for that weekend, and you just well, no, I take it back. We don't even have to have a takeover that weekend. We can have a Worlds Collide. We can have a Worlds Collide, and assuming they're both still the champion, have a champion versus champion match. That wouldn't be a banger because last time Worlds Collide gave us Undisputed Era versus Imperium. We can just switch it up all together and just have champion versus champion matches up and down the card. There's a number of things you can do with that. Yeah, you can have the tag teams, uh, assuming that, let's say, EO is the champion, uh, is the current champion still Kaylee Ray? You can do something like that. I'm not promising it now. I'm just saying, like, hey, we're we're looking for storylines to build to build down the road, and obviously something in the next month or so is going to lead up to Cross versus Keith Lee. Based on Keith Lee's record that we've seen, I'm going to go ahead and boldly predict that Karrion Cross ain't taking this belt from him no time soon. Man's a coward. By the way. Um, just because, and and just and I'd say that that's going to be his biggest challenger. And if Keith Lee overcomes that hurdle, because they say, "Hey, Keith Lee is the hottest thing here," we're not going to put any type of water on these flames. We're going to keep riding the Keith Lee wave. That means Karen Cross will get his turn when it's his turn. Hey, we got this guy that's been undefeated sitting over here across the pond for so long. It's a no-brainer. Wait, what was the question? No, no, no. Like, what if what if Lee takes Walter's belt? And this also goes back to kind of reestablishing some some good PR in NXT UK brand, even if it's temporary. Like, hey, you have a new face of this of this brand. It's a face that that everybody enjoys seeing, one of the most athletic wrestlers in the industry. And it's like, hey, we did something to take 
the the sour taste in your mouth from some of our other performers that have kind of ruined it for everybody else. This is another storyline to get things kicked back up. You're trying to think of how. I don't think we can think of the how just yet. I just know that it is, I don't know, it, it, it's gold on a silver platter. Go ahead. Also tease me Finn versus Velveteen Dream. <laughs> was it a misdirection though? Was it a booked match? It was a booked match. I came on this podcast and, and, and made an address to WWE that 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 episode. A direct address. You do not pull the wool over my eyes like that. You know how you know say so so you're worried about them teasing us and then it never happening. Is that my understanding? So here we're gonna do, Jake. This is this is what we're gonna do. I want you to take everything I just said and you repeat it into your microphone right now. Go ahead. Speak it into existence. I want you. To, I want. I want you to speak it into existence right now. Because if you say it, it's going to happen. So go ahead. Go ahead. saying if you, if you if you say it, it's going to come to fruition that's that's why i'm saying so you might as well yeah just speak whatever you want to happen in, in nxt wwe universe and we already know um matter of fact i might use my my hacking skills to see who's exactly listening to us right now but um yeah it's going to come to fruition because they always they always paint the perfect picture for jacob Is that bitter? We we have confirmation of this now. We have we all but have a name of an individual. Everything but the name of the person. I mean, it's not it's no big deal. I'm I'm just out. I'm just out. What twenty bucks? You know, for a camera. Gra- I'm not paying full price. I think I have I've made that clear. <laughs> Oh, but I will buy the t-shirt, but it will not be the 30 bucks. That is not, that. come on, man. That shirt is not full price worthy. That car will, that, that, that shirt will intentionally stay in my trunk for whatever I work on my car. Intentionally. 
but it's going to be put to good use for sure. Needless to say, I know we kind of went down the rabbit hole and that was actually, that wasn't even the rabbit hole because we stayed on topic. I don't think we've gotten off topic this entire podcast, which is amazing. Might be a, a new record, but um, that's all to say that there are some options for Keith Lee. Now that he has the, now he's the first double champ. I think it's natural to say Karen Cross is going to be his biggest adversary. And I think we'll start teasing that this week, but I think, the house money is on Adam Cole trying to get some type of rematch off top doing that for a while. SummerSlam weekend, you have cross or even what Jacob said on uh, last week's pod where we have a triple threat. And of course, Cole being the one to eat that pin. I think that's what we'll see. But as far as far as tonight, they keep teasing this video of Keith Lee celebrating. And then uh, is he going to end up in the crosshairs of Karen cross It's kind of obvious um, unless he takes the cowardly route and, you know, just doesn't show up and he's at the top of the little, little Raptors, like, 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 like sting, like, like the 99 sting and just hanging out just looking at Keith Lee from afar. I can, I can totally see him taking the Dexter Loomis route this week as well. And just not, not one, no smoke up, up front, but um, yeah, I think Jacob just listed them off, man. We got, it's going to be Cole cross, Champa, maybe they'll build up the profile of Priest. Maybe even build up the profile of of uh, Killian Dane to have. He has he has a nice plethora of options to challenge during this title run. So it will be a lengthy title run. Because of Karrion Cross, I mean he I mean, he hot in the streets, but he's not Keith Lee hot. Think about it. He got the cosign from Brock Lesnar from Roman Reigns. Nah, like there's there's no way you're getting cooled off after that, unless they want to bring you to the main roster. Like there, there's no way. I can't see it. I can't see him being the guy to take. I, I can't see him taking the title so soon. That makes sense. Yeah. 
here's the thing. If Cross takes his first L to Keith Lee, I don't think that hurts his character. And I'm going to use the comparison from like the, the other sh- the Wednesday night show. There have been all of these guys who have, let's, let's call them big monsters. If you would, your, your Lance archers, your Jake Hager's who's formerly known as Jack Swagger and um, your Brody Lee, formerly known as Luke Harper. They have all come into the crosshairs with the current champion, uh, John Moxley, as well as Cody Rhodes. And these are supposed to be the biggest monsters on the brand. They've taken their losses against these guys who hold the titles. Only have one loss in the resume. Still, still the biggest threats in the brand and the whole entire AEW brand. But they ran up against the guy who just was the better man that night. That doesn't mean they lose steam. Yeah, took a little bit of a dump. Small dump. So, so that's I think that's more of an indictment on, and this is AEW. What I've seen across the board is that they build these people into these high-profile spots, uh, babyface or heel, and then you don't see them. I've seen it with the tag team division because they have so many tag teams. And what you'll see is it's like, oh, these guys are in this high-profile spot. They're getting their number one contender shot. They're getting the match, and then they lose. And it's like, all right cool all the way off. And I think that just has, I think that's just their way of trying to highlight their entire division and higher brand. I'm talking about the AEW brand, highlight all their talent and they don't know how to keep people afloat yet as far as keeping them engaged. So I I think that's more of an issue they have, but um, no, no fault of the the talent and the characters per se. I've seen it happen across the board. I agree, man. I, I am. I, I, I.
yeah, seems like that's what we're going to get. And 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 to Brody Lee's defense, I actually think Brody Lee should have beaten Moxley a couple months back. I, I think that was the right time to say, hey, we got this other guy who we believe is a star, works really well in the ring. Let's let's give him some run. If you're ever going to hot potato the title, that was the right time to do it. He's held it since since late last year, I feel like. Was it February? Yeah, okay. Yeah, you're right. I think, it, see, I, I think it builds a profile. I think it builds up Brody's profile because I think I was only like his, maybe his fifth match. He's like four or or something like that. And it's sure. And I say that you, you needed to do that. And by the way, we are giving you such a teaser here for your eventual Believe in AEW podcast, but that's neither here or there. It may, it makes sense because you did all these different promos and vignettes talking about the exalted one. And he wasn't around. He wasn't even signed. We speculated that it was going to be Christopher Daniels. We speculated it was going to be Matt Hardy. Then you get Brody Lee as the exalted one. And you had all this allure around what is now known as the Dark Order. And we now see the physical leader. They did all this stuff for the Dark Order. And and it was so cool because you just had all these ideas in your mind running rapid over what it could be. That, of course, you want to have, and I, I questioned this on the show last week, is that the Dark Order kind of is without direction right now. When they have the strength and numbers, they should just be running amok across the entire AEW landscape, just attacking whoever they want, cherry-picking and jumping whoever they want because they have the muscle. That's why you put the title on Brody Lee then because it makes that faction worthwhile. By having him take that loss to Mox, it kind of put them in a weird spot. Like you said, he's up here... Uh, trying to scout Colt Cabana. <laughs> it was like, it makes no sense. But I mean, that's where we are.
And I'm not advocating for Cage to take the title. I think I think it wouldn't be a bad thing. Because Cage, because Cage won the casino casino ladder match because he was a surprise entrance. So I think they're doing this just because, and I'm speaking of Keith Lee at this moment, you're, you're doing this with Keith Lee because Keith Lee is the moment maker. This is a moment. We have these two big behemoths. And since Keith Lee has had such a, let's just call it what it is. He's had such a dominant record over NXT during this time. It's believable that Karen Cross can actually defeat him. You want some realism in your feud. so. There is a strong belief that Keith Lee can lose here. And when he doesn't lose, it's like, okay, you, you really are limitless. I think that's what it is. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I think Cross still goes for it, man. I, I'd actually take that back. Once you have that happen with Cross and he loses to Keith Lee, Maybe there is some type of sportsmanship there or not, or maybe he's just very malicious. But I think if you, whenever you do that, that's when you finally have Ciampa try to run it back. That's when it's time to bring Ciampa back in the fold. Not saying that Ciampa will actually beat Cross, but that's when you bring him back into the fold. We got to normalize, we got to, we got to normalize wins and losses. Losses shouldn't be the end all be all for somebody's career and uh having a loss on your record should should be a fine thing do you really want to know my answer Because, because Tommaso Ciampa is not Johnny Gargano. He's not going to wait for an entire calendar year because somebody put their nuts on his face. That's why. We're not doing that again. Yeah, you beat my ass. That's okay. But I'm, I'm going to go train, eat right, and I'm going to come back. Immediately. There's not going to be no, no side feuds and change in between. No. Immediately. You are my focus. That's fine. It's training. It's training. <laughs> 
You ever watch Dragon Ball Z? You're, okay, yeah, I can make this comparison. He went and took a sensu bean, went and got into the hyperbaric chamber. He's chilling. He's getting right. He, 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 he getting right to come back better than ever. It'd be like that sometimes, man. He, he, he's not the type to have allies. It didn't have to be Goku. It could have been Vegeta. It could have been anybody else. He, I'm, just, I, I'm just using the Dragon Ball Z. I'm just using the Dragon Ball Z comparison. I'm beyond, I have not checked the Twitter feeds. I, I do not know if Chabu has spoken on Twitter, if he's reposted or sorry, retweeted or liked anything in direction at Karen Cross. But I know that the direction for that man is to, to re-invoke the smoke whenever that time happens. You will not see Chabu engage in any other uh, random feud. You know what you want? You want another example? I'll give you another example. Just because I saw it come across my, my ESPN feed. Uh, Masvidal wants to rematch with Usman right away. That's a UFC reference. So even though he lost this weekend, he only trained for six days. He's like, nah, let me get a full training camp, get you back again. Okay. That means he's about to be going through a uh, maybe a character shift. Yes, somehow, some way, um, I think. They've spent what a couple weeks without Cross actually being an actioner on television during the um, Great American Bash. So um, yeah, I, I think we'll get either Keith Lee trying to celebrate, and you know, you'll get a promo, some type of cryptic message from Cross to let Keith Lee know, "Hey, um, you're on my radar." Maybe some fallout with his ankle being injured. Um, maybe Aaliyah taking on somebody uh, for the Robert Stone brand. Actually, I'll take that back. We might get Aaliyah versus uh, Shotzi Blackheart. That might be the fallout of last week. So maybe some Aaliyah versus Shotzi Blackheart. Um, maybe another, or sorry, maybe an on-camera interaction between Robert Stone and Mercedes Martinez this week, since it seems like he's trying to make her be a part of the brand. 
I wouldn't be surprised if we got Rhea Ripley in some capacity. I don't know who she would take on, but I wouldn't be surprised if she was in action. Yeah, I, I think I'll have some type of promo work. And then um, Legato, Legato uh, del Basura, they'll, um, <laughs> they'll, probably, they'll probably cut a promo and interact with Drake Maverick again, uh, either in the ring or backstage. Question is against who? Like, who... Maybe Killian Dan get a squash match, you know? Jeez, um, what are we doing here? Golly. Main event, perhaps, or 205 Live. <clears throat> Yeah, that that would be a nice move to make. Um, we might we might get some something with Loomis again. Actually, you know what? That'll be my prediction. Then um, we'll we'll get another tea leave of Loomis and Velveteen Dream being a tag team. I think that's what's gonna gonna happen. I think they'll they'll tease another bit of them being a tag team. That probably is definitely not the best time, but um I don't I don't think it'll be him giving a promo or being in person. I think it might be more Loomis's side insinuating like that's what he wants I think they take a week off I think if anything they might do one of those backstage promos where they're trying to hype each other up or we see them uh, just huddled up somewhere but I don't think we'll get them at all at the PC or anything extensive with them Yeah, we covered it all. Um, we got seemingly a light, light show on the preview uh, aspect of it, and we gave you every angle possible that they can do. So I would be surprised if nothing we mentioned in this time does not happen, or if they just get, go a completely different direction and Sasha and Bailey are on <laughs> NXT tonight.
Right. Wow. What? I'm not I'm not going to go there with you now. Not, not, uh, nope, not taking the bait. Not taking the bait at all. I'm going to thank our Believe in NXT audience for being the best part of Wednesdays and tuning in to us. Make sure you tune in to us wherever you get your podcast, whether it be um, Google. See, I'm flustered now. Jay, Jacob really just picked me off. Yeah. Yeah, they we we have so much content we're going to give you and continue to give you with NXT and AEW. They just got to get they tell them to give us some more logo, some more promo, maybe even dedicate an entire Instagram page to us. Just just tell them to do it. One flustered. I'm unflustered. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll tackle everything from tonight's episode on your Saturday morning audio dope. And while we're giving, getting ready to give you that new AEW heat, I think it's only right that we give you a preview of Extreme Rules Horror Show on your Saturday morning audio dope. Maybe just a quick rundown of the pay-per-view, what we expect to happen. Yeah, I mean, some of those uh, audible screams that they have every time it says Extreme Rules Horror Show are very cringe, but that means we're going to get some deliciously bad angles and cinematic matches. And um, all things lead to Patch Rollins. So we got to get those takes off.
one last request before we get out of here to our producers management and believe podcast networks i will settle for all of our promo requests is that if you get us gold-plated nameplates to go on on title belts shut up i'll create everything on my own with those belts representing these this podcast that would be amazing it will go a long way into the promo that we are trying to put out there in these streets, man. Balls, balls in your court, I believe. Make it happen. <laughs>